Blog Talk Radio. Sharing the love of Christ 24-7. Spirit Soul Radio. If I could move one soul, one day at a time Stay what's on my mind and these rhymes to get a vibe I can give a soul one person even though life ain't perfect If I could move one soul, it'll all be worth If I could move one soul, one day at a time Stay what's on my mind and these rhymes to get a vibe I can give a soul one person even though life ain't perfect If I could move one soul, it'll all be worth it How does the pain feel when it first gets dealt? How does the brain heal when there is no help? Why do we stay stuck, can't even help ourselves So many out there now, that's why this world is hell Gotta walk through the storm before the sun will come Get up and carry on when the life is done Cause the clock still ticks, you only live life once As long as this poet spits, it be felt by some He puts in his work and the hate still comes That's just full circle over snare and drums Now I say why people stay high and drunk Reality problems piling up But we all gotta face them at a later date The only thing we can't escape in this world is fate Everybody looking for that higher place Got us lost on the wrong path, flying away If I could move one soul, one day at a time Stay what's on my mind and these rhymes to get a vibe I could give a soul one person even though life ain't perfect If I could move one soul, it'll all be worth If I could move one soul, one day at a time Say what's on my mind and these rhymes to get a vibe. I can do so one person, even though life ain't perfect. If I can move one soul, it'll all be worth it. If I can move one soul, one day at a time, I tell them, fam, turn your high beams on and let them shine. When you're giving people games, speak your heart and your mind. But tell them others where to get off at the end of the line. From the throne to the tombstone or the block to the box. Rather see my folks on top instead of body to knock. I share my heart to transform, bearing soil to fertile crops. I'm not dying to sell my soul for a woman and I'm West MD. You need dictionary.com to understand my speech. No wonder radio stations ban me from teaching my beats. If I wrote my rhymes in Ebonics, it still would be a tough read. If I could move one soul, one day at a time. Stay what's on my mind in these rhymes to get a vibe. I can give soul one person, even though life ain't perfect. If I can move one soul, it'll all be worth it. If I can move one soul, one day at a time. Say what's on my mind in these rhymes to get a vibe. I can give soul one person, even though life ain't perfect. If I what do I gotta do to reach my folk? You give us these talents to make dough so we ain't gotta go broke. They'll give me cheese if I spit like ABCs instead of these dope quotes. I refuse to kick that chair when I know society gives them the rope. Defend this kingdom with my last breath, prep you to reload. If all I'm a step, they're equipped to strap and grab it, man, the controls. And when they face what seems impossible, they'll know they're not alone. We can't save everyone, but at least we can help some folks to get home. It's that if you help to save one soul, you completed your deed. I wanna ask to trail my ill, I have a need to exceed. I asked my bishop for permission, he said proceed with God's feet. Instead of a single name, I pray to present a list to the king. I know there's a calling on my life, I was conceived with a purpose. I pray I'm capable of receiving them when my blessings break surface. And plead the blood of Jesus on me as I keep the principles working. Telling those who thought that show was over how to reopen the curtain. If I could move one soul, one day at a time. Say what's on my mind in these rhymes to get a vibe. I can give a soul one person, even though life ain't perfect. If I can move one soul, it'll all be worth it. If I can move one soul, one day at a time. Say what's on my mind in these rhymes to get a 
survive. I can do so one person, even though life ain't perfect. If I can move one soul, it'll all be worth it. I encourage you all to do your own homework worldwide. Don't fall for the scripted lies on the premises that they televise. Reach back and help each other. Be a blessing and be blessed. Because the people you offend yesterday, tomorrow could be your greatest ally. And good evening, all, and welcome to In His Image Man with your host, Kelvin Kell Hall, and my brother. You better believe that God is real and he sees all. This is Drew Cliff Hayes. What's going on, Kel? What's up, bro? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. How you been? I've been doing all right. Doing okay, man. Doing okay. But we're going to definitely, uh, you know, get into our topic, as we always do every Wednesday night is give God honor by first having prayer, and after prayer we'll have scripture, and I'll go forth and do prayer, and then after that you could do scripture, and then we'll get to the topic. You can introduce the topic to everyone after we uh, have the scripture. So let's go to the throne of grace. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, for blessing us to see another day. We thank you, Lord God, for just letting us see how good you are to us, Lord God. Lord God, actually, Lord God, that you just touched us, Lord God, through this opportunity that you've given us, Lord God. Actually, Lord God, that you give us opportunity to do all that you call us to do, Lord God. And actually, Lord God, that you bless this, this radio station, Lord God. You bless this network, Lord God. You bless each and every host, every person that's associated with it, Lord God. Lord God, we actually let we decrease as you increase, Lord God. Speak through us, Lord God. Let everything that we just say and do, Lord God, edification to your name. And Father God, we give you all honor and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I'll be reading from Psalm 61, verses 1 through 4. Hear my cry, O God, attend to my prayer. From the end of the earth I will, I will cry to you. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For you have been a shelter for me, a strong tower from the enemy. I will abide in your tabernacle forever. I will trust in the shelter of your wings. That's Psalm 61. Well, today's topic will be, if Jesus was walking the earth today, what would he say? And, you know, the reason why I came up with this topic and we decided to broadcast this tonight is because there's a good question. And I know a lot of people, we know a lot of people, as wondering the same thing, what would Jesus say? You know, to end all speculations, all to end all opinions of everyone, what what would Jesus would say? Well, if you if you know Jesus and if, if you know His Word, you would know that uh, a lot of things that's going on now. I think He would be very sad, very disappointed, and especially so-called Christians, they call themselves Christians, but they're not, they not walking like Christians. I think that that's the worst thing. I think uh, I think Jesus will be very, very disappointed in that, that, you know, you, you call yourself a Christian and a believer of God, but you're not acknowledging him at all. And um, the stuff that's going into the world today with the, you know, the shootings and the killings and of everybody and they just like everyone just turn their faith against God. You know, we, we don't care what God said. You know, we're gonna do our own thing. And we worry about it later. 
you know, I think I think God would be very disappointed in that and very displeased of what's going on, you know, because he didn't have this for us. He didn't have us to live like this. But, uh, I, you know, I, I think that he would be very, very uh, disappointed. And you know what? And I was I was definitely definitely thinking about like you said, like what what Christ would think. And I'm gonna flip on that. I, I I think in some aspect that God that Christ would be uh okay with some things that's happening in in, in for his people and the fact that there are people um that are actually losing their lives for his namesake. There mm-hmm. are people that are actually being persecuted. For his namesake, like he he spoke about about actually the only way that the disciples were ever able to receive the Holy Spirit, the fact that when they had to go through some persecution, they were had they ran and hid themselves because they was afraid after Jesus died about the persecution about people come out and try to kill him because he literally was was killed because of what he taught. He didn't commit mm-hmm. a crime, stealing something. He didn't murder nobody. He didn't. Do a violent crime. Jesus was 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 killed because he taught he taught something that was opposite of what the Pharisees and Sadducees uh, were teaching. So mm-hmm. I think the thing that 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 something that I think God will be or Christ will be disappointed and also pleased with some things that there are true Christians or true believers and true disciples. Because so sometimes saying Christian to me sometimes is a is a word that's thrown around kind of very loosely. You know, you're mm-hmm. a rapper, or R&B singer that's talking about sexing this person and doing this and girls or this different, you know, things that's not mm-hmm. godly, but they call themselves a Christian. They wear a cross, mm-hmm. you know. They'll do all these mm-hmm. things. So Christianity itself is, is kind of thrown around. But I think the true disciples of, of Christ, I think he'll be pleased with the fact that those are going out there like, you know, what you do. You know, you go out, you evangelize. You know, I go out mm-hmm. and I evangelize. You know, we 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 do our best to make sure that we live upright, righteous before God, and and there's others out there that that do the same and more. And I just want to know that you know those of us that's out there that's truly disciples for Christ. I think Christ will be pleased, and I also think He's disappointed in the fact of those who are out there that so call themselves, you know, uh, Christians or followers of Christ because. You know, I, I was reading uh, on John 15 and verse, uh, I think it's verse uh, 18, and it said, If the world hate you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. And it's in verse 19, it said, If ye were of the world, the world would have its own. But because ye are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hated you. And he said, in 20, he said, remember the word that I said unto you. The servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they have kept my saying, they will keep yours also. So we have to understand that being out there and being followers of Christ or the disciples of Christ, there's going to be times we could be persecuted. And mm-hmm. there's the ones who, who, who turn and run, you know, somebody say, with their tail between their legs and, you know, go against Christ, you know, saying, why God let this happen? And saying, you know, mm-hmm. instead of going, going to the Word and saying, you know, you know, there's nothing that, you know, I, I, any day is promised to us. Next day is not promised to us. You know, mm-hmm. he, he told us we live day by day, you know, that we trust him, that we, you live to live again. 
we live mm-hmm. on this earth, disciples and, 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 and people that will, will seek to be light and salt of the earth. And I think Jesus would really be kind of, like you said, twofold, disappointed. And please, but it's not just not enough of us true, you know, sowers and, and people that's out there trying, trying to go out there and sow the word of God. It's more people rather mm-hmm. be, you know, lukewarm and be, you know, mm-hmm. okay, you know, I want, I want to go to the club, I go to church on Sunday, you know. So mm-hmm. that's something I think I, I want to flip on that a little bit. That you know, there's, there's, I know, I know he'd be disappointed with something, but I think he'd be pleased with some people. Like what we doing now? We ministering, we using mm-hmm. this. You know, we could be doing something else. You could be doing whatever you're pleased to do right now on this Wednesday night. But we say, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to get on this radio station and we're going to speak about something that is inspiring to someone somewhere. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in this world may come, you know, like I said, I know for myself, I've been there where I just went on a website and I, I found some inspiring words that a preacher was speaking or somebody was saying something and it taught me something. It, it changed my mind. When I was in that deep, yeah. dark place, I was in a place where I couldn't figure out what was going on, but we got to be encouraging, knowing that, you know what? Yeah, Jesus, him, he's working this earth. I think he'll be somewhat disappointed with some of the things that are occurring that, you know, there's still chaos, but he said these things will happen. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah. that, that, I just want to flip a little bit on that, how, you know, we, we could have Jesus happy and sad about the fact that's going on with things today. But what other things have, mm-hmm. you, have you found out about this? Well, I was just looking at um, Romans chapter 10, verse 16. It says, but they have not all obeyed, what Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now, you know, it says here that, you know, everybody is not going to obey, obey the gospel. But like I'm saying, like if Jesus was here, now and he he's telling you the gospel will people start to obey because they see jesus in a physical form you know and i think i think they would because they see jesus in a physical form but like now like some people they some people believe in in jesus just believe like i know there's a there's there's a god there's, there's jesus and i believe that jesus is coming back but you know i'm not concerned with that right now. You know, a lot of people are, are doing that today. You know, everybody is concerned about uh, trying to please everyone else instead of pleasing God. Everybody is concerned what people would think if I start to walk with God, if I start to talk a new talk, you know, act differently than I used to act. What what my friends will say, what my girl or or man will say, or oh, what my husband or my wife will say, but I start to walk this way. You know, a lot of people are concerned with that, and and I think that um, that, that that's that's a, that's a problem because you know God is the only one. Jesus is the only one that that could um, make your problems go away. Um, Jesus is the only one that could um, handle your problems. And he's the only one that can answer your prayer. So that shouldn't be that shouldn't be a, a problem for anyone that wants to walk with God. You know, if Jesus if Jesus was here right now and he tell he tells you come and walk with me. Like I saw I see I see a lot on Facebook this this quotes 
they have on Facebook say you have a friend request. It's Jesus. Will you, will you accept my friend request? I don't know if you've seen that, but um, and I've seen it, and you know, and and that, that's a good that's a good question. Well, will everybody accept his his friend request? You know, and and and, and that's that's something that a lot of people are dealing with because they're concerned what other people think, and you can't be concerned what other people think. If you want to walk with God, you know, walk with God because He's the, He's the only way. Amen. Like you said, man, it's that, that I like that you say about who would take Jesus as a friend request, and we just look at what Jesus were in the time of, you know, his time. He was a, almost a rebel. To you know, he he was one of those those preachers. Over to, I, I I think. And we were throwing. You know, see some guys on the street. I know mean, you know you've seen in New York where you just see some guys out there talking about you know it's the end of the world coming, and and sometimes mm-hmm. he was looking at him. He's like he's out there preaching out of a a, a shopping cart with a, a mic attached to the mm-hmm. speaker shopping cart, and he got a mm-hmm. he got a uh, you know he got a, a a preacher's you know collar on and everything. And, but everybody looking at him like he's crazy. What he talking about, man? He he taught this thing for the last whatever many years. And I'll be honest with you, I think some people may look at Christ like that. May look at Christ saying, yeah. well, he's talking some crazy stuff, because they did look at it. But you know what? When he was talking about, he was coming out of the fact of letting us know that, you know, the kingdom of God has come. The kingdom of God is yeah. here. You know, yeah. the promise that he said to his people that he's going to send a, a savior to the world, he did. You know, yeah. and many people, you know, may not friend Jesus on Facebook. They may mm-hmm. not, you know, um, like his tweets. Because mm-hmm. guess what? He came He came with power and authority, but he came, he said, I didn't come to condemn the world. I came that the world may be saved by me. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, people, a lot of people don't want to be saved. A lot of people want to stay in their pity, stay in their, in their pity party, stay in their little mindset, stay in their little four walls of their brain. But to break from that, Jesus broke every rule Every situation, you know, like he didn't come to change the law, but he came to let you, everybody know, listen, you don't have to continue being in that condition. You don't have to continue being that way. But what people do, if I'm comfortable eating the same sandwich with the same type of bread, the same type of meat and whatever, mm-hmm. for me to change that, then I don't have to change my mind. And the Bible says that man should renew his mind. You should, yeah. We should renew our mind. If we don't renew our mind, then what's going to happen? We're going to continue to want to stay in that same place. And I think I don't know if Jesus was popular in the past, and I think he'll be popular too. But I think he'll be also controversial in this mm-hmm. time time frame. I think he'll be a place where people will be sort of like, I don't know about this guy, but he's 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 intriguing. You know what I'm saying? Like something like you yeah. you feel like you know I I I watch that you know maybe a crazy show on you may I might watch that just to see how it ends or how it goes. What's the plot? I think that people do the same thing with Jesus. They want to see what he was speaking about or how he's speaking about something, see how far or or proof of what he said comes to pass. So I think that for us being Christians and disciples of Christ, we got to be those examples on this earth. And the problem with that, we, a lot of us working with power, we're powerless. Meaning we don't, mm-hmm. I mean, we don't have power, but we're not, we're not working in authority that God puts in, in us. By giving, by, by presenting us with the Holy Spirit, and all of us walking around 
you know, I don't know if I could do this. I don't know if God could do this for me. No, God could do all things. Christ could do, he could do all things to those who trust him or believe in him. So we yeah, just right. got to, you know, change our our, our mindsets and, 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 and know that God, know where God, whatever you want to do for us, we could do it. But we got to make sure we just trust you. Mm-hmm. So what, what other things you that you have for this uh, topic, girl? Well, one thing I, I one more thing I have to say about this is like why not? Why why wouldn't you wanna open your mind to, to to Jesus? Because when when you when you read his word it will open your mind. You're supposed to renew your mind. And when you re, when you when he opens your mind he will he will give you different things. You know, he'll he he will show you different things you probably never ever ever seen before. And it will enlighten you, it will enlighten your whatever you're going through. You know, so I, I think that, you know, people some people think well, if you serve Jesus or your your world is gonna be boring, your life is gonna be boring, it's just it's just gonna be church and reading the Bible, church and reading the Bible, church and reading the Bible, you know. And there's not gonna be no fun in your life anymore if you serve Jesus. You know, a lot of people a lot of people think that. And it, that's not so. You know, you have Jesus in your life, I think your life will be not boring. It's gonna be exciting. God gonna open doors for you, you thought certain doors wouldn't open. So you know, having God in your life, having, having serving Jesus is is, is is wonderful. You know, you but you have to believe, you have to trust, and you know, sometimes I go through it. You know, sometimes all of us go through it when we have problems or whatever. We put it in God's hands, and we leave it there. Then maybe a day, day or two later, we go back and take the problem out of God's hands and try to handle it ourselves again, and we fail every time. You know, we just leave it in God's hands. You know, leave it in God's hands and trust God and trust, you know, trust what he's going to do. He said he's going to do it. Just trust. But if you want these doors to open up, you have to believe in him. You have to trust in him. And you have to read his word. You have to pray. You have to talk to him. You know, this is not a game. You know, this is, this is real here. You know, you want certain things to change your life. The only way that can happen, trust in Jesus, believe in Jesus. Yeah, and, and like we said, we need to trust God and, and trust that, you know, Jesus being our Savior, you know, that he seeks to, you know, make sure that we have, you know, he said, I, want, I desire that, that you prosper as your soul prosper. You know, and I got to make sure that we see, see these things and, like I said, reading the word and, and meditating and, and, and focusing on what God desires for us in our lives. I think that that's a big part of knowing that I think the Christ could be more pleased with majority of us who are called Christians. So, because he's like, the world going to be the world. And that's one thing I, I, I had to understand about dealing with people in the world and dealing with situations in the world and you know, the world gonna be the world. You know, the world we're dealing with the fact of chaos and you know, envy and hate and all these different things that is, is associated with the world, it's what the world is and what the world does. But those of us that's in Christ that walk this earth and claim Christ as our Lord and Savior, then we must come up to the part. We must come up to the to the to the mark and make sure that we're being Disciples and be discipleship and going out and, and seeking out to uh, bring more souls to the kingdom, you know. And I think it's important that you know, being that Christ is not on this earth 
at this time and moment, but we are representative of Christ on this earth and of God. They say, like Christ says, I'm not, I don't come of my own, but come to come of my from of my Father. So knowing that we here in the name of Jesus, we come in actually in the aspect of God, making sure that what we do, we do it to please Him. We do it to to make sure that we magnify Him in everything we do. If I'm walking to work and I'm and I'm talking to somebody and and I had the situation happen to me, uh, me and my uh, my friend Pastor Kelly, we went to lunch. We went to Cracker Barrel, and it was a young lady came to our table. She's a waitress. And you know she came up very, very pleasant, nice. She just, you know, you know, asked if we need to drink, whatever. And and it was just something about her her demeanor. It was like, you know, she's a very good waitress. You know, she's very, you know, very polite and very, you know, attentive and this thing like that. And what you want to have somebody who's taking care of you. And you know, my friend Kelly just said to her, he said, "No, well, I really, you really did a good job." And um being a waitress and, and you know, and she just get a little background of herself and that she actually is a Christian. And that what she does, she yeah. do everything that means that she pleases God. And that mm-hmm. she looks to uh, make sure that God gets glory in her life. And she said when she was younger, she was very shy and she really didn't talk much. But as she, you know, had her first job really working, you know, at this uh, this restaurant, she said she worked for this restaurant for a place called Cracker Barrel. Because more family oriented, instead of working at a, I guess a restaurant where they have liquor or, or this things like that. But she had a standard. She said even through the fact that she was there working, the two of her coworkers actually gave their life to Christ by her being, mm. you know. Mm. And it's like wow, you know. And she said that. Mm. Like, wow, that's amazing. And you could, and you could just, and we just kept saying, we could see something about you was different than anybody else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You could see. And it was funny when we got we got sat down and we was like with all these empty tables, and our um, host brought us like all the way to the back, like kind of we like, you know, where are we going on the back? We got we got in nineteen sixty, you know. I mean, we kind of fought for us not to have this, you know. And she was a black uh, hostess herself, you know. She was a black, but we was like making fun of the fact that she put us over to the back. But God had mm-hmm. a oh, mm-hmm. purpose for us to be there, that we sat uh-huh. at, a, at that woman's section, to sit there. And speak to her, and for her to just be sitting there, and she was talking not loud, but she was talking not fearfully, thinking, "Oh my God, somebody can hear me talk about God or Jesus." Or sure. this. she was talking with a authority, with with, uh, with the fact that she said, "I love my pastor." You know, he invited us to her church one day. We ever had time to come down the way and come to a church, but she was just very bold. And I think that what God wants, He wants He wants those soldiers and His army that can be bold for Him. Mm-hmm. You're gonna stand for righteousness. You're gonna not gonna just you know you're not gonna just be like oh, I'm just gonna do this because everyone else is doing it. You know what? You got to stand mm-hmm. for Christ. You got to be judged by yourself. They gonna bring your mm-hmm. boys up there, girl, your sister, your brothers, and they say, hey, you know how was Kevin and Drew? You know, oh, yeah. they need a show together. So let's bring them both up together, together and get judged. No, you are gonna be judged by yourself for what you do, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. be judged by what I did. So we gotta mm-hmm. understand that we gotta, we all gotta be accountable for what we do, and we gotta make sure that we have. That may tie that we're gonna be soldiers for Christ. So, if you so in closing, what what do you have to say to our, our listeners in closing? Well, something similar to what you just said: boldness, being bold for for God. You know, who's gonna stand out for God? Who's gonna stand up for God? You know, who's gonna speak for God? Who's gonna be bold? That's what that's what um, the world needs. You know, for you know, for 
Christians to be bold enough and don't care what anybody else says. Be bold and stand up for Christ. And and I wanted to say in closing that, you know, we got to make sure that we understand that this battle, and I, and I, I make reference to the fact that, that we're in a war, you know, that we are in a spiritual warfare that's in a physical world. And we got to understand that without Christ, without the full armor of God, that the war is where he won. We already won the war. But the fact is, we got to understand that we got a daily war each and every day on our emotions, our mindset, on, on, on what situations come up to us from family members, from coworkers, from people you see on the street, whoever it might be. And we have a war and a battle that we fight each and every day. I'm going to say a battle because the war, the war has already been won. The war has, you know, when Christ fought the war, that, 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 that last battle, which was death, but all we got to do is continue to fight our battles each and every day. And, and the same that we being soldiers of God say, you know what? The scripture says, many are, many are called, few are chosen. So those who are out there, my brothers and my sisters, the few that's out there understand that only few are chosen. Many may be called, but few are chosen. And we have to be encouraged that if we are God's chosen ones, that we must go forth and fight a good fight, and fight the fight of faith, to know that God is with us and for us, that no one else, no heaven, no one no one in heaven or earth can stop us, because know what? No man, no woman can stop us, because God's for us. We just got to trust and believe in his word, and follow his word, and proclaim his word to those who are lost, and to encourage others. So we just want to encourage you all to know that be bold, as my brother said, be encouraged, and make sure that you understand that we are soldiers in the army of God. We may be few, but we are mighty in him. So we God bless, and have a blessed night. Excuse me for a second while I talk to my father. You know, sometimes you just got to let go and let God. There ain't no specific way you got to pray. Just pray. Put your hands folded. Eyes to the sky. Just pray. Pray for me, I'ma pray for you. And I'm asking God to pray for us. Astronomical pressure weighs me down every day. Got me consistently plotting routes for my soul to escape. When I think of the past, most of the time I reminisce pain. Will I leave this place smiling up, folded up, shirt stains, some contemplate suicide, and I can't place no blame. Seem like we'll see him soon. Our leaders leading us that way. We used to be proud to have a child for all the promise they gave. Now we cry, look at the clouds because they're 